everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. So if y'all want to get crazy, we can get crazy. It's alive, it's alive, it's alive. Welcome to the Two Dudes Movie Reviews Halloween Special. Do you want to play a game? Be afraid. Be very afraid. Now, here's your hosts, Sky and Colin. Here's Johnny. Hey, moviegoers. You're listening to Dudes 2, colon, Let There Be Movie Reviews with Sky and Colin. And that's only the second dumbest named thing <laughs> that we're going to talk about today. This movie should have been called Venom, Let There Be Domestic Violence. Yeah. Venom. Ooh, get inside me, symbiote daddy. Yeah. (laughs) Venom. Let there be marriage problems. Yeah. Let there be story problems. (laughs) Venom. We all know you guys wanted a rave scene. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) Everybody, comic book fans across the galaxy have been clamoring. They were like, okay, great. You gave us a Venom movie. That's good for like a little appetizer, a little tease. But if you're a true Venom fan, you know he's got to go to a rave. <laughs> Come on, Sony. If you are a real Venom fan, and we know you are, give us what we want. Yeah, if you want to do it justice, like you clearly do. <laughs> well, that conversation may have been revealing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, tomato, tomato. <laughs> This is going to be brief. No, um, no, because we always joke. We joke about movies that we like. Um, That being said, we've talked a lot of shit even before seeing this movie about how stupid the title is to it. Oh, yeah. And kind of what we expected the movie was going to do for us. And, um, you know, it's a good thing you guys are here because you're going to find out exactly what we think. Mm -hmm. Now, we were talking just before recording this might be the most difficult episode we've ever done of the show. Oh, yeah. Because we've both seen Dune now a bunch of times. <laughs> yeah. And we have to talk about Venom. That's a, I was here, I'm like, great, now I gotta record a Venom episode like an asshole. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, for real. You know, I've always seen, like, the, uh, the fiancé of What's-Her-Face who's Eddie Brock's love interest. Uh, Michelle Williams. Yeah, Michelle Williams is a uh, husband-to-be, uh, mm-hmm. whoever he is. He's always... I've always looked at his character, even since since day one, as almost like the Duncan Idaho of the Venomverse. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. I, see, I could see that. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And, <laughs> you know, Eddie Brock... You know, he's dealing with these, like, voices in his head. He's like a Bene Gesserit. Yeah, very... very a Veni, a Veni Gesserit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Veni Gesserit. <laughs> and then you have... And the city is kind of like their own Arrakis. Now, it's such a stretch. It's so not Dune. <laughs> I can't wait to talk about Dune, but we're, we're not here to do that. Yeah, me and you both saw Dune pretty much at the same time on the same day. We went on opening day, and then I got home immediately that night and started rewatching it. And then 
me and Brianna yeah. both wanted to rewatch it the next day. And then I think just throughout like the whole like weekend, <laughs> I kept just putting it on like when I was working or if I was just like letting stuff render because I was working on like the, the bracket graphics and stuff like that. I think I may have watched it almost five times now. <laughs> That's like my, my entire nice. weekend was just Dune. <laughs> Good, a good like 13 and a half hours of Dune. I stopped rewatching because I'm still reading the book. Mm, yeah, that's what I should be doing. Like I started, but then I'm also, also just like, man, that movie though. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Anyway. Venom. Yeah, v- Venom. I saw, we both, it was funny though. Uh, I texted you about Venom when I was still watching. I was in the theater and I texted you and I was like, hey, this thing. And then you're like, dude, I just got out of the theater from seeing Venom. So we both saw Venom in the morning and then went and saw Dune at night. Yeah, on the same day without discussing it with each other about like, yo, I'm going to go see Venom. Like, yeah, me too. Like, literally, I'm in the theaters. I leave as soon as I leave the theaters. I get a text from you like, dude, I'm watching Venom. This shit sucks. I got like 30 (laughs) minutes left. I'm like, I just left the theater. I'm like, I swear to God, I just walked out of it. Like... (laughs) Dude, so yeah, <laughs> so so interesting. What a um, what a fun day to have. Like, how do I start my morning? How about Venom Two? How do I finish my night? Dune. Yeah, I've been going hard though on on movies, uh, either current or or older stuff. Um, but I, I watched a uh, watch Titan. That movie is fuck. What is this? Titan. It's a French movie with the cars. Oh yeah. Yeah. We were, we talked about it and we were like, like I've heard really good things about it. And you were like, yeah, like, I don't know. Like if, if uh, I want to see it, like, it looks like there might be like some, like, like it looks like the type of movie where there would be the rape scene. Like, I don't know if I just want to deal with it. Um, right. It's not in it, but it gets fucking weird. And I will say this, like enjoyed it. Um, But I, I'd read a lot of people saying like, this is their favorite movie of the year and maybe it was overhyped. I don't know if it would crack my top 10. So I think there's a little overhypedness. I think people are seeing how weird it is and they're just like weird means amazing. Yeah. Yeah. For me, I have, I feel like I did watch, well, I watched army of the dead recently, whatever, you know, see going to see venom. It actually wasn't even for this episode. We didn't discuss doing this episode. We were just like, you just happened to both see it. I wasn't able, I didn't catch Malignant while it was on HBO Max, so I didn't see that. And then, uh, you know, the, the the spooky month is dwindling away. And I guess Venom is a fairly spooky character, spooky movie, a lot of, a lot of dark night scenes and rainy scenes and violence of, of a sort. So I'm like, yeah, yeah that, that works, that counts. Yeah, I was going to say, in, in theory, in theory, Venom, is spooky right in theory so i was like oh does this like i actually went to see venom with the intent of just padding my list with seeing more movies yeah i kind of want to check in with you because i still have not seen even as many movies as i saw at our first duties where we were going for like less than a year we were going for like three episodes oh wow wow uh, I think I'm like about to hit 40. I think I'm at like 39. Oh, okay. I'm at 25. I was going to say, I haven't gone like I'm, I'm planning on hitting a lot of stuff the last couple months and getting it up there, but I've only really sought out the things that I wanted to see or the things that were going 
to be on the pod lately. There's been just more stuff coming out. So I've, I've tried to see everything like probably this week. I'm going to see the last duel and I still, still haven't seen Halloween kills, but with the newsletter and stuff, I've been wanting to write more reviews. So I think for this month's one, there will at least be a review of Titan. I like saying it like that. Titan, <laughs> even though it's Titan, <laughs> um, malignant, uh, no time to die. And there's one more that I'm going to do. I can't remember which movie I saw. Oh, Lamb. I went and saw Lamb. So, all oh, right. I wanted to see that. I, I'm not going to say anything, but man, I want to tell you about the payoff of Lamb so bad. So, so bad. Mm. But yeah, man, we're here. We're talking Venom, talking Tom Hardy, mm-hmm. talking Tom Hardly. Yeah, Tom Hardly trying. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. We didn't know we were going to do this. We truly didn't. But something I knew we were going to do. We're we're phoning this episode in just like the cast did on this movie. (laughs) Just like the cast, the director, and the writer did. Yeah. What are we talking today, though, for this trailer park? Well, uh, oh, yeah, Morbius. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> i blanked out for like a second i was like wait yeah what are we doing and i'm like oh yeah duh this happened when we did the ghostbusters afterlife trailer where we were like we did the we did a trailer park on that for sure and then like we were thinking about it because you were like should we do morbius and i was like didn't we do morbius and we're like i don't know i thinking about it, i'm like that trailer came out like two years ago though so i'm like going back for like through like episode 50 i'm like did we do this here but didn't see it. Don't think we ever did Morbius. So we are doing the trailer for Morbius today. Yeah, man. Have you seen this trailer in the theater recently? Like I, I saw it when I saw Venom too. Okay. I was going to say, I didn't see many trailers when I went and saw Venom. Um, cause I, I got there a little bit late. I think it's like the last two. So I wasn't sure if it had played, but I haven't watched this trailer since I worked at NNS. <laughs> like, wow. <laughs> which yeah, is like two years ago or something like that. Yeah, the trailer been out for a minute. You know what I think is why we might have thought we did talk about it is because I know we've mentioned the trailer in talking about multiversal stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, but we just like quick reference like, oh, yeah. And then in the, the Morbius trailer when this thing happens. So, yeah. And, you know, there's a lot of movies that got pushed way back. This one feels like it got pushed back like a lot, a lot. Like you, you couldn't have released it by now. Like, yeah. I mean, I guess because Venom came out in October, they weren't going to release Morbius in October as well. But that would have been a perfect movie for October times. Like, why not have released Venom earlier, like in July or something? I don't know. It seems weird, the uh, release strategy Sony has. But what does Sony do right anyways? The only thing Sony does right is animated movies. Oh, yeah. I think for the most part, for the most part, their their live action stuff is, is buns, is cheeks. But yeah... This is, I said this before, there's like few movies that keep getting pushed back that I'm like, why, why are you pushing it back so far? It's going to suck. <laughs> like drop it. This and Clifford the Big Red Dog. Like, like what the fuck is that? Yeah. <laughs> it keeps getting, I almost forgot about this movie, but do you know much about Morbius? I really don't know much. So I was wondering if you could inform me more on the, the character. I actually have a couple of Morbius comics. Yeah. Um, Morbius, I think most people's knowledge of Morbius is going to come from his involvement in Spider-Man. I actually first learned about him from the Spider-Man animated series that was on during in the 90s. 
because like that's when he would show up and he like walks this line good guy bad guy type thing because i guess like bad because he's like a fucking vampire yeah but um it's something weird there is something about him that is weird i think it has to now i might be wrong about this so nerds can come holla at me but i think he is not technically a fully turned vampire but he has like the vampire like disease or something but he's not undead like he is still a living human okay but he has like vampire blood in him basically that helps like that he's like help him with his like crippling disease oh okay but i'm also i'm not like super familiar I think he's a cool character. Like in the comics, I always liked his artwork and everything is very like gothic and dark and, and creepy. I liked it for that. Like, um, I have like some like night stalkers comics and like, he obviously has a lot of run-ins with like blade and like ghost rider and stuff like that. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. It seems like from the trailer, they're doing it pretty much like, like what the comic setup is for him. I was going to ask, this will probably be a conversation for later, but I was going to ask about Blade if, if he, if they, the two ever like cross paths or anything like that. Oh, for sure. Cause Blade is coming. Although that, that's like, it's weird. They announced Blade. They announced uh, Mahershala Ali's playing Blade for the MCU and stuff. And then haven't heard anything about it. Like they've pretty much put out release dates for everything in phase four, except for that. So like, I don't know if it's even phase four at this point or if it's later, like it's uh just weird, but I really hope that happens because that was the one thing where they, they said Mahershala Ali was going to play Blade and I was like, fuck, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. And uh, it's been pretty cold on that front. But you want to you wanna just watch this trailer? Yeah, I think we have to. Michael, I've known you since you were a child. Please. You have a gift. You always have. If there's an answer to your disease, You'll find it. I should have died years ago. Why am I still here if not to fix this? I have a rare blood disease and I'm running out of time. This could be my last chance. Started filming this right after Dallas Buyers Club. Yeah, exactly. When he was in that white trench coat, I was like, he looks like, (laughs) he looks like his character from Blade Runner. I want to see you get hurt more than you already have. This would be a cure. At what cost? Blood. 
about to go. See that Spider-Man there? Like something that's broken. Yep. Until the remedy. is worse than the disease. Michael Morbius. Got tired of doing the whole good guy thing, huh? What's up, Doc? That's the only cool thing about the trailer right there. <laughs> Little crossover with Birdman. Yeah. Michael Keaton's had a... I mean, I know this trailer came out like hella long ago, but something with him... Possibly reprising his role as Batman in the Flash movie. Yeah, I think he signed on to do it. I've heard him in an interview talk about getting to do getting to be Batman again. Oh, that's cool. See, I didn't, I didn't know. I just saw like people because they only show him from the back in the trailer, and they're like, "Whoa, is that Keaton?" But uh, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, man. This this movie. Um, I don't know. I think it just looks like another Sony movie. I think uh, I think the color grading on it looks like shit. Yeah, I don't think this looks good at all. Yeah, it seems like standard cookie cutter. Like it's a superhero action movie, but like that's like the action is a fun piece of like the Marvel movies, but it's not what the movies are really about. And I feel like Sony still hasn't gotten the grip on that. Yeah, I think his backstory, like with the disease is probably um an easy way to gain sympathy for the character so maybe as opposed to like venom and stuff uh just inherently this might be a character that you feel for more in the beginning so maybe it's got that going for it but yeah i just don't know i you know what it also i'm i think i'm just over sony's little universe thing that they're building yeah i just i'm like just give the give it over to marvel let's call it a day you're like a dead animal bleeding out at this point <laughs> yeah for real but i don't know if that's gonna happen no it's too much of a cash cow spider-man for them like they'll never give it up it's the rick astley special yeah they're never gonna give it up mm-hmm. they're never gonna let it down <laughs> the cast on this movie like i am curious as to what michael keaton's role is on the movie um, pretty sure on Ron, uh, not Ron Tomatoes on IMDb, he's like top build on it, which is very strange. Um, hmm. obviously Jared Leto is the main character, but I'm hoping Michael Keaton plays a more prominent role. It, that would be cool. But uh, other than that, other than like those two, cause we should, we shit on Jared Leto like a good amount, even though Jared Leto is actually a good actor. He just got dealt a shit hand with, uh, with the Joker and like, yeah, is it, is, is it David Ayers, the director on that first Suicide Squad movie? And he did the tax collector. Yeah, he sucks. So it's like he he was dealt a crap hand, even though everyone hates his Joker. I, I think Jared Leto is a very good actor. Yeah. So, I mean, those those two are they're, they're cool draws for me. But I'll tell you, the the writers on this movie is is hell on earth. It's awful. Uh, I think it's Matt Sazama and uh, Burke Sharpless. They like work together, but their resume is just the worst action movies. It's like Dracula Untold and the Power Rangers movie and the Last Witch Hunter. Oh my god! And like Gods of Egypt. Yeah, it's fucking terrible. They haven't done anything good. <laughs> so I'm just like, uh, see, I don't expect this to be to be good. <laughs> how do I was thinking about this earlier? I'm like, how do we live in a world? Where Denis Villeneuve is like 
yeah, I hope I can make a second Dune movie. And he's like the greatest director working right now. Mm-hmm. But then like there are writers who write like back to back to back bombs and can still get work, like still get hired. Like this is the one that's going to save them. This is their bounce back. It's not even a bounce back if you've never done anything good. <laughs> yeah. Like, how How is it that people who have proven themselves to make masterpieces of cinema still have to prove themselves and people who have only made shit get thrown every job ever. Yeah. It's pretty insane to me. Also, like, I don't want this to turn into like uh the venom plus Dune episode. Cause we've been talking about Dune a lot, but like <laughs> yeah. Dune's Dune's budget is 165 or $160 million. Venom two is not far behind it. And so it's like they threw, I shouldn't say comparable comparable. Cause I think it is like a difference of like $40 million, but still they invested like a hundred and like 15 million, I think into Venom too. And it's like, they're willing to throw that amount of money on this movie with essentially nothing going for it. The writers on this movie are complete ter- like trash. The director has done some okay movies. The director on this movie is Daniel Espinosa. I think it's Espinosa is, is his last name, but he, he was the director on life from, I think that was 2017, which I actually liked life a lot. And in that year we had alien covenant and life. And I actually liked life more than alien covenant, even though people were saying life is kind of an alien ripoff. Um, but like, I just don't understand why it's like, we're going to throw money on this and like guarantee sequels to this thing. And then this other movie that is being made by, I don't, I actually don't think it's an exaggeration to say that Denis Villeneuve is the best director of the 2010s. Uh, like we'll talk about that in, in the Dune episode, but yeah, they have him directing with like Hans Zimmer and stuff like that. And they're like, we'll, we'll wait to see how this goes. It's like, what the fuck's wrong with you? Yeah, it's ridiculous. Absolutely insane. And, uh, unfair. I was going to say, granted they're, they're different studios cause it's Warner brothers and Sony, but it's the, it's the same it's that's how Hollywood works. Regardless, I just I don't get it how people who are pretty much talentless get thrown boatloads of loads of money and like second chances and are guaranteed sequels, and then other people have to struggle to get their movies made who are like amazing at their job. Anyway, <laughs> can't stop us from talking about Dune. I know. Yeah, yeah, I I'm not particularly excited to see this. I think this is another one where it's just like when it comes out, I'll probably see it depending on. When it comes out now, I don't know when this movie is supposed to come out anymore. Do we know? (laughs) Yeah. So apparently it's still in post-production and it says it's expected to come out on January 28th. So, oh, the dumping ground. So that's a good sign. Yeah. It's coming out um, when everything that sucks comes out. They they pushed it back like two years to put it out in January. (laughs) Yeah. Woof. Uh, yeah, that's a great sign. Yeah, I mean, that's a, that's a slow season anyway, so if I got time, and that's my slow season with work, so I'll have more time on my hands. I'll probably end up going to see it, but um, I'm not particularly... I'm going to go in with very low expectations, and hopefully it surprises me and yeah, is actually pretty decent, but nothing about this gives me any hope that it's going to be good. Like... I don't have anything to go off of to think that it's going to be good. Also, it looks like similar to the first Venom. It's just like 
cool. Who's the bad guy? Oh, like government organization or something like that. And it's just like Morbius versus the army (laughs) or Venom versus the army. Like not having like a villain to go up against. It's just like, what are we doing? Just another group that's just like, oh no, he has this thing in him. We want that. Get him. Mm -hmm. It's uh. It's Morbius versus, and then it cuts to Vin Diesel from Fast and Furious. He's just like, the government. (laughs) Yeah. It's the government. They're after us. No, if it was Morbius versus Dom, uh, I'd take Dom every day because that man cannot be hurt. (laughs) It's true. (laughs) Can't even get his t-shirt dirty. Well, you want to get out of this fucking trailer park? smells like guano in here. (laughs) Guano. That sounds so familiar. (laughs) Great Ace Ventura reference. Yeah, let's let's get to the uh, the main event. Question mark. <laughs> yeah, Venom. Let there be carnage, baby. Directed by Andy Circus. Really? Yeah, Andy Circus. That's you know what? That's actually so. I was rooting for this movie. Like, I've I've been shitting on it already before we even got to the review. But in complete honesty, when I went to the movie, I wanted this movie to be good. Not only because I was going to be watching it and I didn't want to sit there and hate something, but I really wanted it to be good. I really, really like Andy Serkis, you know, mainly as an actor, but um, when you like someone, you obviously want them to succeed in anything they've done. And he's done a couple movies before this. He did the Mowgli movie, but yeah, I was just like, that's cool that, that Andy Serkis got like a big property to, to direct like this. And I was hoping it was good. Going back to what we were saying, though, with people who consistently write flops and get second chances, the writer on this movie is the same exact writer as the last Venom movie, which was trash. <laughs> so cool. I don't get it. Uh, Kelly Marcel, she's the writer on it. And then Tom Hardy is also credited as a writer on this movie. Um, I'm assuming just because it was a sequel, he got more, uh, a little more liberties or whatever. And he might even be a producer on it. That might be part of it. Um, the cast is mainly Tom Hardy as Eddie Brock, uh, Woody Harrelson as Cletus Cassidy, Naomi Harris as, um, I think it's Shriek is the villain's name. And then yeah. Michelle Williams is Anne. And it's, it's pretty much those four. I was, I was going to say Reed Scott is in this and Stephen Graham, but um, really those four are the main characters. And then dubbed voice <laughs> in the back of his head. <laughs> Right. Who does the voice? Is it is it not Tom Hardy? I don't know. I, I really don't know. I'm gonna look it up while we're talking about it. But um yeah, man, I, I wanted this to be good. I had actually heard a few things going into it. Um, you know, there were some people that were basically saying, like, you know what, like had no expectations for this movie, went in, uh, enjoyed it like a, a good amount, definitely better than the first one. So I went I went into it kind of excited and I'm not entirely sure. Actually, I'll I'll start here. If you are someone who loves Venom and you were super stoked for this movie and you were like, oh man, like they they learned from the last movie what didn't work, what people didn't like. They put Carnage in this. Like it's a no-brainer. It's Venom versus Carnage. That's something that every comic book fan has wanted to see on the big screen. Like, there's no way they're gonna fuck this up. They they got this. Um, think again, because this is not that at all. In some ways, I actually think if you're a fan of Venom, this is 
worse than the first one. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I was thinking about this. Like, I, I feel like a stooge for suggesting that this might be rated R when we did the trailer park. Right. But like we've said, like Venom should be a rated R movie and even take Venom out of the equation. If Carnage is in your movie, it should probably be rated R as well because he's really gnarly. But like what makes Venom Venom is that super, super violent. Um, he's a badass, and like, I he is kind of quippy. He's not not as much as Spider Man, but he he is kind of funny. But mainly, just like he's a badass and he's violent. He's gonna fuck you up. And then this movie, pretty much all Venom does is make the worst jokes known to humanity and complain. And then when he is called upon to fight, he backs down. Yeah, he's a sissy, <laughs> and it's fucking terrible. Like. I was thinking about when I left and I was like, I would rather watch the first Venom than this. And that is awful because Carnage is in this one. And it really sucks that like we've had Venom in three movies now and all of them are terrible. And we finally got Carnage in a movie and it's dog shit. And I'm, I'm just over Sony at this point. I have no faith in anything they do. I, I'm going to see the movies because I have to, but I don't know. It's just, Either either bring in some people that know what the fuck they're doing or just like reboot it or something because this sucks. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh oh my god, it's rough. So like if you want to talk writing and stuff, yeah, that one of the notes that I had was like the humor in this movie is so unfunny. I don't think I've ever seen a movie that tries for jokes where there's like an absolute zero percent hit rate for me. I was shocked at how painfully unfunny and cringy this fucking movie is. I thought the same exact thing when I was leaving. And I, I even the same thing where I was just like, when was the last time that I saw a movie try to be this, this funny and put this many jokes in a movie and not have anything that was funny. And I actually think I realized when that was, and it was transformers Two. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense because I wrote it one time. I'm just like, this is so, so generic and middling and shitty. Like, I can't even say it's middling. It's just shitty. But, like, it is such a generic... Like, this is what people thought, like, you had to do for a superhero movie in, like, the 90s before the the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man, the Sam Raimi Spider-Man movie. Like, this is, this is why people were just like, oh, superhero movies are a joke. It's movies like this. This feels like it should have been made, like, 30 years ago or 25 years ago. Yeah. Now, I have, to, I want to, did you see the first Venom? I can't remember if you've seen it or not. Um, I did, but in pieces. Okay. It, it's funny just because uh, Ryan actually, like, watched the first Venom for the first time, like, two weeks ago in pieces before seeing this one. But I was, I was wondering, cause you said like this movie uh, feels like a movie that was made like 30 years ago and not necessarily 30 years ago, but visuals, I think this movie looks worse than the first one also. And it's, and it's $20,000 or $20 million more expensive than the first one. But well, that's just cause they have two creatures. Now they have to do maybe, but I, I remember seeing the first Venom trailer and there's the the scene in the trailer where he's in the street and uh, and he's like, we are Venom. And like the, the tongue comes out and stuff. And I remember being like, damn, they like crushed it. It looks like amazing. And then there were so many scenes in this one where like, especially the ones where Venom is coming out of Tom Hardy. 
And yeah. I was like, that looks so bad. I was like, that is brutally awful. <laughs> I was like, what is happening? Yeah. There's a lot of, there were a lot of moments like that that were bad. Um, I think that's probably a step down. I did think that they did a good job with the design for carnage. I was just like, that's pretty cool. Like, yeah, that's, that's accurate. Like that's what he should look like. I think they did that well, but yes, like, especially when it's like broad daylight and you're actually seeing the, the graphics on full display and the animation in them, it's, not the best for sure, which is actually more surprising than that Andy Circus was involved because that's like his forte, you know, like that's his alley. Like he, you would think he would know like the best people to work on stuff like that because he's been in the movies that have historically the best CGI of their time. Yeah. You know, time and time again. Also, um, Tom Hardy does do the voice of Venom as well. Oh, he does. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Of course he does. He's like, I'm going to take my Bane voice, make it a little bit gravelly. <laughs> but yeah, dude. And, oh, and the, the opening sequence, the flashback sequence about Cletus Cassidy, like younger Cletus Cassidy, and like the incident with uh, Shriek and the cop when he was younger, all yeah. of that looked horrible. It looked so bad because there's like slow-mo stuff and stuff with the cars and it's all CGI and it looks like crap it looks like windows 95 screensaver level of fucking <laughs> graphics i'll tell you i'll tell you what my my favorite part of this entire movie isn't even a scene where i mean it's funny i i had said i think sony's best at animation my favorite part of this entire movie was the like very very short one minute long animation they did explaining like Carnage's kind of backstory of all this like fucked up shit he did when he was a kid. It was very like Tim Burton. Yeah. And that's like possibly the only pro I have on the movie. I was like entertained for about like an, a minute on this. Um, otherwise, yeah. otherwise I thought this the movie looked terrible and we even like you mentioned the writing and stuff and we mentioned how this is a injustice to, to the Venom character, but like what's uh what's the story here? Because I was talking to Brandon about it and um, I was like, you know, like for a movie that's called Let There Be Carnage, Carnage isn't in it that much. I was like, you know, and, no. and I was like, in this movie's 90 minutes long. It's super short. I was like, uh, the first two acts of this movie is a it's a breakup movie. It's like a it's like actually like a romantic comedy. <laughs> and then Carnage shows up at the end. <laughs> and because uh, like. I, I just felt like the entire entire movie, they did not learn anything from the last one. And I felt like they were like, okay, people really want carnage. How like, we know we're going to put him in the movie, but how do we get there? And they're like, I don't know. I'm like, well, maybe like people liked all like the, uh, the funny stuff with like Tom Hardy and Venom going back and forth. Maybe we can just have them argue more in this movie. And yeah, the first like, <laughs> like 45 minutes of this movie is just like they, they break up and they're, they're upset and they have to get back together in the end. Yeah. Yeah. Very basic stuff. Who asked for that? Nobody asked for that. <laughs> Generic like that, even that, um, concept like that framework for a script is the most cookie cutter, basic fucking bullshit you can, you can think of. It's just, yeah, I think you said it great. It's a rom-com 
with Venom and Eddie Brock. And then it's like, oh yeah, also there's the serial killer. I I I don't remember the last time I felt this, but as I'm watching the movie, I'm sitting there and I'm maybe like 20, 30 minutes in, and I'm like, did I walk in this in the middle of this movie? Like, is there something I missed? Like, is there like the whole Cletus Cassidy thing? I was just like, I don't fully understand the obsession and why. And like, I don't know. It's everything about it seems like, and then also just like Eddie's like lack of like interest or involvement. And everything, it feels like really disjointed. And like these characters aren't like working in the same space as each other. And like, I'm sitting there feeling like I'm watching some shit that like I showed up and I missed the first 15 minutes of the movie. And I'm like, oh, damn, I probably missed like the the exposition in the beginning that tells you like who's who and where where they're going or what's what or what happened or something. I, I felt lost. I was like, did I miss something? I I don't think you're wrong in saying that at all, because the thing that I wanted to get to and I had to look up the people who were responsible for this but also i'm not even sure if it's entirely their fault the first again like i would say like i noticed it pretty early on first 15 minutes of the movie i was like this editing is awful i was like who edited this movie like this looks terrible because like and granted that the reason i said i'm not sure if it's their fault uh marion brandon and stan selfis are the editors on this movie They've worked on a lot of really good movies, in particular movies that have a lot going on in them and edited them like awesome. Like episode seven was edited by them. The new Planet of the Apes movies, the new Star Trek movies like the. So I'm not entirely sure if it's them or if it was just maybe this movie wasn't storyboarded well enough or maybe there just wasn't enough good footage to to use to make this like coherent. But the first like 15 Mm -hmm. minutes of the movie, it's bouncing around. Nothing. It's there's like. Tom Hardy's in his apartment and then it just cuts to a cop and he's like, Cletus Cassidy needs to see you. And he's like, why? And then he's like, I don't know. He'll only talk to you. And then he just gets on a motorcycle and drives. And then it's like a weird, like crossfade. And then he's in the police, like mm-hmm. in the, like the max security like district or whatever. And Cletus Cassidy talks to him and then it does like another weird crossfade. And then it's like, he's like back in his apartment <laughs> and there's like nothing happening in between. Very weird choices. It felt very disjointed. And, either there wasn't enough good footage or maybe they just did an awful job or maybe the studio mandated that it had to be like only an hour and a half long because they're dumbasses. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it, it felt like there was a lot missing um, pretty much no character development and it's just bouncing around and doing it's doing its thing. Just shit happening. Uh, it reminded me a little bit, not so much of when we reviewed Milan and we were just like, things are just happening in this movie, but it's kind of what happens here. It's just like shit happens and watch it and you're just why that's it. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, it is sloppy. It's a sloppy poppy to say the least. Mm-hmm. I'm actually very upset that it is Andy circus because I'm like, fuck, I want to say this is so poorly directed, but like, I don't want to talk shit on him. Cause like, I like him. But yeah, it's it's such a mess and it's hard not to point the fingers towards the director when you have a movie like this that is top to bottom 
fucked up. You know, when you have poor acting and poor dude, you want to talk about mediocre. The score in this movie (laughs) is I'm pretty sure it's the score in this movie was sponsored by the default loops and garage band. (laughs) I love that. Like seriously though, it's I, I'm exactly there with you because I don't want to blame Andy Serkis because I do like him a lot. I just feel like there's really only two people in particular that you could really blame and it's Andy Serkis, then probably the writers because the writing is just so bad. But when you have people involved in your movie that have continuously churned out great material and then all of a sudden here, it's just all bad across the board. You have to look at the director, like even the cinematographer, like how bad does this movie look like film wise? Like it just looks ugly. The cinematographer on this movie is the cinematographer that Quentin Tarantino uses. Oh my God. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, what the hell? Yeah. Then you talked about the, you talked about the music, but, uh, the, the guy who did the music for this movie, he like worked on, uh, like a quiet place too. And like iRobot and, um, like a, a bunch, a bunch of like movies that actually have like cool music in it. Um, and then this, <laughs> so I don't know, man, he the guy did the music for Logan also. Really? Yeah. I just feel like across the board, everything was failing. I, I really don't know who is to blame, but I feel like Andy circus might be a little bit. Yeah. It's an, it's unfortunate. It's unfortunate. I like the guy. Um, now let me see. I don't, so I didn't take notes with the intent of doing an episode. I did think I'm like, oh, maybe I can write a uh, do a written review on this. But here we are now. So I have one less thing I could write for the fucking newsletter. <laughs> but how about we get into spoilers? Yeah, it sounds sounds good with me. OK, there's there's some things about this movie where I'm like. All right, so there was a there's a note I had early on where Venom is talking to Eddie Brock about like, oh, I want to kill like bad guys so I could eat their brains and blah blah blah. And he refers to himself as the lethal protector. Mm-hmm. And that first time he said it, I was like, Oh, cool. Like that's a reference to the first uh miniseries, the spin-off, the Venom series, and it's like a six-issue thing. And uh I was like, Oh, that's like a cool little easter egg that you might not pick up on i mean it's pretty in your face they're just saying the words and i was like oh cool like cool reference then they say it like four more times and i'm just like wow you really couldn't leave it alone could you you had to just keep going (laughs) back to it like it would have been it would have been fine if it's just like a one-time mentioned thing and it would have been like a cool little thing for the fans who know to be like, oh, cool! Like they mentioned, Lethal Protector. That's a cool comic run. But to keep hitting it and hitting it, it's like we get it. We know now. Okay. Okay. <laughs> oh, yep. Oh, yep. You're saying it again. Okay. Yep. We know. We know. <laughs> like there, everything about this is so clearly not done with like a delicate hand. Like there is, there is no light touch anywhere in this. It's all just like couple of 12 year olds hopped up on pixie sticks who just finished reading a venom comic just wrote this fucking movie down and then the studio is like print it 
shoot it. Just fucking release it. Let's make that money. The yeah, let's make that shatter. I hate I, I hate that I bought a ticket. I mean, you know, the A-list, but still, I hate that I like got a ticket to see this movie. Uh-huh. I just feel like, and I don't think I'm off base saying this, I feel like the people who are involved might not actually be the biggest fans of Venom. And I think they probably were like, what are the, what are, what's feedback from the audience that we're getting? And they're like, Oh, more comic references. Oh, they want carnage. Okay. We'll put carnage in it. Oh, this thing, like we'll throw it in there. Like they'll like that, but it's not done in a way that's, that's, um, that's like natural or where you could tell that these people actually know a lot about the character. It's just, they're just referencing things kind of. Yeah. You know, I was actually thinking about this cause like Tom Hardy's a, he's a producer on this movie. I'm pretty sure. And, uh, he's, he obviously wrote it and stuff. And I was like trying to think about people who have done that in the past. And, uh, like Ryan Reynolds with Deadpool comes to mind. Uh, and I'm just like, that's someone there where you can tell that they really know the character and they really care about the character. And mm-hmm. I have a feeling that Tom Hardy actually does, but it just feels like this movie is made by people who aren't really the biggest fans of the source material material. And they're just essentially like hired guns <laughs> to, to make this thing happen. So Sony can just make their money. Yeah. And that's why I'm just like, I I'm over it. Like I, you look at the MCU and you have Kevin Feige in charge who knows Marvel inside and out and stuff. And you have to put people like that, like in charge of these type things because it's made, you know, obviously it's made for everybody, but like the people you really want to make happy are the people who are the biggest fans of it. Like, I don't want to keep going back to Dune, but I feel like Dune is made in a way that is accessible to people. But if you are a big fan of the book, then you are going to love Dune. Uh, because there are just so many things and they are like littered in there for the fans. And this doesn't feel like that. It just feels like a studio movie. Yeah, for sure. Like it, it, it feels so hollow. All of it. It's just very hollow and frankly, incredibly disappointing. Mm-hmm. Now, do you want to, you want to hit on the big spoiler, which is the mid credit scene? Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, it's the only post-credit thing. And when I found that out the hard way, I was so pissed. It was funny. That was like the talk. It didn't get spoiled for me entirely, but I had an idea of what I was in for. Yeah, that was almost like more of the talk than than even the movie itself. But how did you take it? Because I saw some people freaking out saying we're getting Venom in the MCU. And I think it's the opposite. I think... This is Sony wearing devil horns and a pitchfork coming to Marvel and claiming the soul of Tom Holland. <laughs> that's what I think this is. Yeah. I mean, that's probably more accurately what's going on. That's the more likely the case. I mean, it's hard to tell because he's the one who lands in a different place, right? It looks like it. It looks like during that scene, either the multiverse gets fucked up from. It looks like it's probably from Loki because it looks like he gets placed into time during the post credit scene of Spider-Man Far From Home because the news comes on and it's J. Jonah Jameson. So, right, revealing his identity. Yeah, maybe maybe that's the answer to when we were wondering what the timeline is on Loki. Maybe Loki is happening during Spider-Man Far From Home. 
Um, Which would make sense because it's the events happening immediately after he got the cube in Endgame and Far From Home is post Endgame. Yeah. So to me, like the thing that I had heard was that it was an MCU related post credit scene. And I was like, oh, are they bringing Venom into the MCU? Like that could be cool. Like someone taking it over. I'm I'm here for it. Um, but then after watching it, I just felt like this was their way to get Tom Holland into their universe. Like they're like, we're not going to like bring him over into our universe. Why don't we just take our shitty characters and move them over into their universe? You know what I mean? And they're just like, mm-hmm. now we'll just use Tom Holland. Cause I had heard that. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> what? I'm so sorry. Oh my God. Breaking news. I shouldn't be looking at my phone while we're recording. I know this. Oh, Dune 2? Dune Part 2 just got greenlit. Yeah. I I was going to uh, tell you that afterwards. Um, there, was a, there was a rumor this morning that said that to expect it to get uh, announced uh, uh, like today or tomorrow. Yeah. It crushed it at the box office. Like, And also, uh, I was also going to save this for later. Um, they've already confirmed they're doing they're doing spinoff shows now. Like HBO is doing a Ben and Jesuit show, and Denis Villeneuve is going to at bare minimum direct the pilot. Nice, I'm into that. Sorry, I just yeah. saw that and I was like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, <laughs> I need to pick me up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I need to look at something Dune related. Yeah, before this episode is over, I'm leaving that in this episode. <laughs> yeah, it's important. <laughs> but yeah, no, I I think it's, I think that's their way of rather than pull Tom Holland out of the MCU, they're just going to move their characters into it. But as soon as Tom Holland's like, as soon as they take the character's rights back, which I'm sure is, I'm pretty sure after no way home, Marvel loses the rights to Tom Holland and Spider-Man. Yeah, I think so. So I think this is just, I think this is just their way of like, He'll still technically be in the MCU and technically our characters will also, but they're not going to interact anymore. Like that's just the way to set up their shit. So now I guess they have Tom Hardy, Tom Holland and Morbius in there, but I don't know. People were getting excited. I did not get excited at all. Like I said a few times in this episode, I'm, I'm over Sony's bullshit. I don't want to watch these movies anymore. They're all terrible. And either reboot it or hire people who actually know what the fuck they're doing and know the characters. Cause you're shitting on my childhood at this point. It's so fucking bad. Yeah. it almost feels like a hostage situation now more than anything. Like mm-hmm. they know that the fans just want Marvel to have all of it. And they're like, Mm-mm. not only that, we're going to use the characters that you want access to in the worst ways. Yeah, man, it's going to, gonna be so sad watching tom holland in sony's movies yeah <laughs> also like I, i'm i feel bad for tom holland as well i mean kids making bank he's in fucking everything we didn't even talk about uncharted but like i feel like he's going from a situation where he's like working with the best people and he's part of this huge universe and and the fan base is insane and now he's getting dragged over into this cesspool that everyone knows is a cesspool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a murky situation. And he's kind of caught in the middle of it too. Cause it's like, 
you know, you're the actor, you're on contracts. It's like, what really could you do? Yeah. Oh man. Do you have anything else on this? No. Uh, give me a fucking tomato tomato so that we can stop this episode and continue talking about Dune <laughs> off mic. <laughs> All right. Tomato tomato tomato. The critics are bringing it in at a 60%. A 60? 60. They got it at a 60. Its average score is a five and a half. So its average score is failing. Right. The audience score though. The, the fans, the the diehards, the people who are coming out, paying their money because they love this character. They fucking love this movie because they got it at 84, baby. <laughs> Do I even want to know what these fucking idiots have to think about this movie? Do I even care? Should I care? You got basically an F, a D minus F to a B. Dude, listen to this. Four star review. So out of five stars, Four stars. So let's call that like a B, B plus, mm-hmm. right? Not as much Venom versus Carnage as I was hoping for. A little slow in the beginning. That's the whole review. That gets you four stars. <laughs> it didn't give you what you were hoping for, and it was slow. <laughs> it was a good story, but I felt like it needed more action. Yeah. Somebody gave it five stars just for the credit scene. Mind blown by the credit scene. <laughs> they don't realize what's happening there. <laughs> yeah, I guess not. Yeah, dude. <laughs> People are idiots. I'm going tomato and I failed the fuck out of this movie. Yeah. I went tomato as well and I tried to look for every excuse not to fail it because I failed I think two movies already this year, either two or three, but I have to fail this one. I hated it. And I'm not even saying this to try and be funny. I really wish that I could have gotten the in-theater security camera footage of my viewing because the entire, literally the entire movie, I think I was like subconsciously making this face where I was smelling like nasty shit. Yeah. And the, the only reason I actually realized that I was doing it is because like a half hour after the movie, I was like at home and like under my nostrils, it hurt. And I was like, why the fuck does my nose hurt? And I was like, I think my face was like scrunched up the entire movie. Cause I was so upset by how bad that was. Yeah, dude. Like, at, like I'm not even trying to be funny with that. Were you alone in your theater? There was two kids in the theater and they were loving it. And then they left before the post credit scene. <laughs> oh, it's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I so I was alone in in my theater and because I was alone I felt more freedom to either check my phone or be more animated in my reactions and mm-hmm. thank god that that was the case because there were moments where if there were people in the theater I wouldn't have been able to stop myself from like throwing a hand up <laughs> being like are you fucking serious <laughs> The amount of times I audibly just went, yeah, <laughs> like I've never had such a visceral reaction in a movie theater to just how like I'm like, this is so all right. I understand being PG 13, but can somebody explain to the people making this movie that that doesn't mean it only has to apply to a 13 year old? Like I've never seen such a specific target demo as like we are aiming at just 13 year olds not even 12 years 11 
14, 15, just 13-year-olds. This movie is just for 13-year-olds. It shouldn't be PG-13. It should be just for 13. Must be for 13 to enjoy this. There was like a few parts where you could tell they were like trying to be edgy, like towards the end where Venom's like, this guy can fuck off. (laughs) And I was just like, Jesus Christ. (laughs) Like we get one. Let's use it wisely. Woody Harrelson's like, all my life, all I ever wanted was just like looks right in the in the camera and he's like, carnage, and he winks. <laughs> it's like, oh God. Dude, it took this movie less than 10 minutes for them to say carnage. And Woody Harrelson says it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's before Carnage is in the movie. But <laughs> they said Carnage like three times before Carnage existed in the movie. Mm-hmm. I'm like this is seriously the dumbest script I think I've ever seen play out. Like, it's so <laughs> stupid. It's such a stupid movie. I fucking hated this movie. Yeah. It wasn't good. <laughs> <laughs> not even a little. Like, not even a little bit good. And it broke my heart, too, because I'm like, I thought I liked Tom Hardy. I think I like Tom Hardy. I don't know anymore. I think now I'm just going to start like liking... uh. <laughs> Logan Marshall Green from Upgrade, who looks just like Tom Hardy. He's going to be my Tom Hardy yeah. like, proxy. He's going to be my replacement for him. <laughs> yeah, Tom Hardy hasn't done something like too great in a while. Tom, I mean, like, I love Tom Hardy, yeah, the man. the two Venom movies, he had that Capone, Capone movie. Yeah. He's having a rough go of things lately. Well, listen, man, at least Dune is out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We got a lot of a lot of good stuff though. Um to uh to get to. Um I am excited for the newsletter this month. I think there's gonna be there's gonna be a lot of reviews. Um some stuff I'm bummed that we couldn't get to an episode on the pod, mainly no time to die, but we'll have a bunch of reviews there. And we've got last night and this weekend, man. We got last night in Soho, the French dispatch and antlers coming out. Um Yeah, dude, dude, Timothy Chalamet just holding down the box office. Yeah. Man, that kid, man, he's, he's the best. He's awesome. Yeah. I say, I say kid, but he's in his like mid twenties. <laughs> yeah, I know. Timothy Shalom, may I control all the dune, all the spice in the universe? <laughs> Brianna said to me, like, she was like, I'm just waiting. Like, I'm just wondering when he's going to stop looking like a child. And I was like, hopefully never. And she was like, why? I was like, because like, I, I hate when people cast someone who's clearly not a kid for a kid, like a kid role and either just like that dude's like 40 years old or they do hire a kid and the kid sucks. I'm like, just hire Timothy Chalamet for everything. He'll look like a kid and he'll just act the shit out of it. It was like guaranteed good movies. Yeah. Yeah. He, he does look so young. He can play such a young person. It's crazy. Yeah. Think about that. What is he going to look like when he's 50? Like, is he still going to look like a boy just with, like, wrinkly skin? <laughs> he's he's another one, you know. We've talked a lot about, like, younger actors, Lucas Hedges and and the Juper. And, uh, mm-hmm. I mean, he's he's obviously, he's, he's cl- probably around the same age as Lucas Hedges. But I feel like we don't talk about Timothy Chalamet enough. I also don't know how many movies we've done of his other than Little Women on the show. But he he's one of the best, like... We really haven't talked enough about him. And uh, I mean, if you watch beautiful boy, he's amazing. And that whole stuff. So yeah, man, Dune, 
Dune, <laughs> Dune episode coming really soon. It's going to be impossible to not talk about it. So that's something to look forward to. We also got our Halloween special. We also got spooky Halloween merchandise on our website right now. So if you go to two dudesmoviereviews.com, you can see that. That's where you can sign up for the newsletter too. So you can read some reviews, read some little jokey bits. I'm probably going to write a thing in there about Dune again because I can't help myself. And that's like all I can think about right now. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to one of the segments in the newsletter is just going to be a passage from Dune. <laughs> just the, the book. <laughs> and we'll try not get sued. Oh, we won't get sued. Yeah, they'll never find us. If Denis Villeneuve sued us, I don't know if I would be like really stoked to get to interact with Denis Villeneuve or if I'd be upset. Honestly, I'd just be stoked. Yeah. <laughs> He'd be like, I'm, I'm suing you guys. And we'd be like, yeah, it's awesome. And he's like, why? I'm like, cause look at us. We're in the same room right now. Yeah. You come on our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> love to love to talk to him on the show, but yeah, that's what we got coming. So <laughs> is that is that the ending? Inopportune, inopportune yawn. <laughs> oh, so follow us on social media at Two Dudes Movie Reviews. Go to the website, check all of that out. Leave us five star reviews. And until then, suck it, swampies. Yeah.